0: You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. Hey, everyone.
1: Hello there. Thank
0: you for joining us for this week's podcast, Marriage Minute Podcast. As you can hear, not see, but hear, Pastor Richard is back this week. Welcome I back am. from Tanzania.
1: Yeah, it's great to be back from uh, Tanzania. We had Absolutely. a great trip. Yep, but it's good to be back in the studio with you again. It's
0: good to have you back. Yeah, it's nice. So last week, uh, as I was flying solo for this podcast, uh, I talked about listening versus hearing. You need to know the difference. And what would you say? <laughs> Did you just hear me? You didn't really listen to me. As well, you, if you, you know. tuned in last week, you understand what we're saying, because there is a distinct difference between hearing and listening yeah. in its definition and in its actual no uh, playing out in our lives. It but, is so true. Yeah. So this week I wanted to obviously bring Pastor Richard in again, but also we wanted to... Because I'm to, back. Because you're back, but we want to hone in on the listening side of things. So yeah. hearing, um, you know, we were talking about it's its perceived sound. Like you can hear my voice, I you can, can perceive hear the, the police tone. car, you can hear in the my poli- neighborhood, the birds the chirping, yeah. right? So like it's perceived sound. Everybody can hear. Mm-hmm. Every single person, well, unless you're deaf, every single person can hear. But listening mm-hmm. is a whole new ball game. Ah. So last week I defined hearing as what I did just a minute ago, uh-huh. versus and listening being, uh, it's the the function. Or to pay attention to sound and to to hear something with thoughtful attention and consideration. Yeah,
1: so you're very intentional. So you're very not just you're just not hearing the words. Uh, for some of you, I'm dating ourselves a little bit, but <laughs> back in the day, there was a cartoon called Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. and uh, Charlie Brown had a teacher, and and this particular teacher, when they would talk, or she would talk, or he would talk, you would just hear this mumbling sound, wah 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 wah, and that's how that's how Charlie Brown and the students. Heard her, but they really weren't listening to what the teacher was saying with an intent, right? They just heard noise.
0: That's a a great analogy because if if I'm thinking back to that cartoon, um, in hearing the wah, 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 Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Brown and Lucy, or Charlie Brown and and Linus, or somebody, they were having their own dialogue. Mm And so they really weren't paying attention to what the teacher was saying. It exactly. was just background noise to it's, them.
1: Exactly. So that's, that's yeah. an amazing thing. So the Bible talks about, uh, in James 1.19, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. So it's important that we are all quick to listen. So especially in our marital relationship, when our spouse is speaking— now granted, sometimes we're just having fun and we're just playing with each other, whatever. but when it's when you're starting to have a serious conversation, you've got to shut the distractions off. Mm-hmm. the distractions in your own mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the television needs to be turned off. you need to put your phone down because I, I mean we know how distracting phones can be you know looking at Facebook or social media, whatever the whatever the thing is, but you've got to shut these distractions off and you've got to give uh, undivided attention. To your spouse, so that you can truly listen and hear the intent of what's being said.
0: I think that's been a struggle for you this week. Yeah, simply because—and I'm not throwing him under the bus—but he—they just got, felt like it. They <laughs> They just got back from uh, a three-week trip in Tanzania, a crusade over there. Uh, we have uh, surpassed 100,000 souls for for Jesus this year, which is awesome and amazing. Yeah. Um, actually all time, but 80 some thousand this yeah. year. But anyway, his, his mind is on, you know, follow up. His mind is on what tasks do I need? You know, how's the home front? How's my wife, you know, tasks and duties that, that he hasn't been able to do for the last three weeks. And now you're coming home and all of that stimulus is just input, 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 you know, cause you're scanning and you're looking and you're seeing. And how many times this week, have, this week have I said, did you hear what I said? You and said, I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I, heard, I you. heard
1: the noise, but what wah, 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 wah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or he would repeat something. He didn't, re- he wouldn't repeat it. He would say something that I had just said. And I would be like, I just said that. Yeah. And so that's kind of an example of, I mean, you got, we got a lot going on mm-hmm. and, you know, we're in a season now where we're going to slow down a bit and reconnect and all that. And that's great. But that's a perfect example of if you've got a lot going on in your life, you've got, you know, your job requires a lot, your family requires a lot. And that's why we say listening requires intentionality and purpose because Mm -hmm. it isn't something that comes naturally. You know, I want to get out what I have to say and and want you to hear me the first time. And I don't necessarily take into consideration that he's maybe not ready to hear what I have to say.
1: I would, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say newsflash. We're not born good listeners. We are
0: not born good listeners. And we're
1: not really taught naturally to become good listeners. We don't grow up being good listeners. So we're all at somewhat of a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And it is a skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at it from that standpoint, it's a skill that has to be developed. Mm-hmm. And I would you,
0: consider it a crucial skill. It is a, a life skill, I guess yeah. maybe I would say.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. And, and again, this life skill most importantly should be working in your in your marital relationship, but exactly. it, it works for any relationship. And if you are not a good listener, one that is truly listening to content and heart of meaning, um, and really to understand the depth of what a person's trying to say, you're, you're missing it. And all you're hearing is the noise. Yeah,
0: because in those deep conversations, they don't have to be deep, like philosophically deep. No, no. But in those conversations, when you're listening with intent and you're giving thoughtful consideration to what I'm saying or what you're saying, you get to know my heart. Mm -hmm. And I get to know your heart. Right. And and I get to know what makes you tick or what adversely Mm -hmm. upsets you. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to be there for both, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so you you really, if you haven't honed your skill of listening and, and maybe this is for the first time you're realizing that there's a difference between hearing and listening. Mm -hmm. You know, I would encourage you to just work on that and, and seek that out in your life because it's huge. It's one of those big things where, you know, it can make or break a marriage. If you're not hearing, if you're just hearing and not listening to your spouse, uh, ultimately there's going to be some issues down the road. You know,
1: I don't know what the, I, I didn't look at this before, you know, are coming on today, but um, I know the statistics are very high uh, for marriages where communication is a big problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it's like 80%. I
0: was going to say 80 some percent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: maybe we can bring that up next week as we continue on this series. But, um, you know, I know it's a high issue, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always talking about communicating. Well, communicating isn't just speaking. Right. Communicating is also listening, mm-hmm. and so uh, it is. Things, it yeah. is of great value and importance to us if we really want our marital relationship to flourish and to thrive, and we want our even our other relationships with our children and our friends. We want the same thing. And the key to all of that is we want to love people well.
0: Absolutely. Especially our spouse.
1: Especially our spouse. Absolutely. And so that is the goal of being a better listener mm-hmm. is to love our spouses well. Amen. And so Christian theologian and author David Osberger said this. And this is really a powerful statement. So I want you guys to grab a hold of this. Being heard is so close to being loved. That for the average person they are almost indistinguishable. That's a really powerful statement, being heard, listened to. Listen truly, to. I was gonna, I was gonna substitute I, I, listen yeah, to" in there, but yes, I, I, I know was the, I know the sorry, intention but, of what he's I saying. But I want to read the quote mm-hmm. verbatim. But that is so powerful, mm-hmm. and how important that listening is mm-hmm. to someone feeling loved. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge. And so this is why we're, we're taking time to talk about this today, because we want you to know and we want you to realize that you can actually improve this skill mm-hmm. so that you love your spouse better and well.
0: I, I would challenge you out there, uh, whoever's listening to this, you know, if, if you are really wanting and seeking a change and wanting to be a good listener versus just hearing your spouse take a moment and just examine your conversations. Mm-hmm. Are they one-sided? Do you just talk to hear yourself talk? Some people legitimately run off at the mouth mm-hmm. and just talk 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 and because they, don't stop. they they like to hear the sound of their voice like in, a, in an unhealthy way.
1: It's unhealthy
0: and and you know if that's you then you need to take a look and, and try to hone in on this hearing versus listening get with your spouse talk about it, communicate. Hey, I'm noticing that I'm kind of monopolizing conversations, and I just heard this podcast from these great people, Richard and Donna Spears, and <laughs> I want to make a change. And yeah. and you know, I, I joke around, but basically, we're talking about communicating. You know,
1: well, and, and again, communicating is again speaking. Yes, and and it's listening, listening. listening and listening. So if you are a person who maybe you're very social and you just like to talk and share. What's going on in your life? That's cool and that's fine. But step back and pull back breath. for a moment. Yeah. And realize that, hey, there's other people that have things to say. Mm-hmm. And for me to be a great conversationalist and a good listener, it's important for me to like turn mine off for a little bit mm-hmm. and, and draw the other person into the conversation so they can share. Because if you really want to know them, You've got to hear their heart. And that's what you were saying earlier.
0: I am. It, I was. And and the point that you just made me think about is when you said turn myself off or turn it off a little bit for a time. What, what that means is it doesn't mean that you're now in a dialogue in your mind about everything that you want to say. True. Right? Because we can allow the platform for other people to speak but if if we are continually thinking about our rebuttal or we're continue, continually thinking about what we want to say next you're not
1: listening you're still not listening you're
0: still not listening so don't worry about what you're going to say next take in what Your spouse is saying what that person is saying or Mm -hmm. your children are saying Mm -hmm. wholly and purely the way that they're bringing it to you as opposed to they've said the first three words and you're already formulating your response. Yeah. You have no idea what they're going to say. You think you might know. And that's ego. You know, that's selfishness because you're not really able to just pull back and get out of your own head and get out of your own way and allow for this beautiful thing called communication <laughs> to happen. And we'll
1: we'll read a scripture at the end that just addresses the very point you were talking about. Yeah. You know, it's we we may not realize that we're actually being selfish yeah. and self centered, but that's what's happening when we keep talking And like you said, we keep thinking about the next thing we're going to say, but we're really not hearing or I don't want to say hearing, we're not listening Mm -hmm. to what the person is saying next So that. That's a real problem. Yeah, Yeah. And
0: and I think for some of us, you know, the continual chatter um, is kind of a strategy because we don't like that awkward silence, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that might come after, let's just say you're sharing your heart with me. And now I need to process. I need to take a minute or two to process that mm-hmm. in order to respond to you appropriately. Mm-hmm. Those few seconds or minutes, you know, in that quote unquote awkward silence, it's really okay. And you really just need to be comfortable with that. Even if you say, hey, I heard, I, I heard what you said. I, I'm listening to you. Give me just a second to just process that so I can respond.
1: You know, I, I was just thinking like, we're... We're human beings. We're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We have to practice in all of these things. But, you know, Jesus was a great model for us for being a good listener.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And
1: we can read that in the Gospels. And maybe we as human beings can't be absolutely perfect like Jesus was because mm-hmm. he's the only perfect That's one. Right. That's right. But he gave us some examples. He had a lot of interactions with people in the Bible, you know, with Matthew and Nathaniel and Nicodemus, a Samaritan woman, Zacchaeus, and so, so many other people. In the Bible, Jesus spoke to, and he listened to mm-hmm. what they had to say, mm-hmm. listened intently. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus also was able to discern what was in their heart. Mm-hmm. And that's really where you want to get to, is really hearing the heart of the person, right?
0: Because we're able to do that.
1: We are able to do that. Jesus Absolutely. gave that
0: ability, that deposit in us, that ability for of discernment and wisdom. Uh, when when we accept, accepted Him as our Lord and Savior. Exactly.
1: So how did Jesus, you know, the best, we'll just say He's the best listener mm-hmm, ever, mm-hmm. Um, how did He model listening for us? Well, one, the first example is Jesus left His world. Uh, what does that mean? <clears throat> well, apply that to our lives today. You know, Jesus left um, heaven. Um. And he came to be in our world. So what does that mean? And how do we relate that to us? Well, let's say that for me, my my world,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: world that, you know, Jesus left heaven, right? Mm-hmm. The, like right. The, the greatest place ever. Right. We're talking about analogies here. Yeah. But for me, maybe my world is my work. Mm-hmm. Or maybe my world is my sports team. Mm-hmm. Or maybe my world is my hobby, like golf or mm-hmm. fishing or whatever that thing is. Um Friends, Mm -hmm. Those are things that I would consider to be my world. They're great. They're awesome. I want to talk about those. But what Jesus showed us when he actually left heaven to come and be with us, he left his world to actually be one of us and be a part of who we were and to hear what we had to say. And that's the same thing that Jesus is teaching us that we can do for each other. We leave our worlds, the things that we're familiar with, we know, we love, we care about, and we want to share. But we actually set that aside, Mm -hmm. and really allow the other person to speak to Mm -hmm. us so that we truly listen and hear them.
0: Exactly. Just like you're saying Jesus left his world to become human here on Mm -hmm. this earth, but he always knew that he was returning to the Father. Mm -hmm. So you leave the things of of your world, I'll just Uh say, in order to be um, enveloped and absorbed into the speaker's world, Mm Um, but Jesus gave us an analogy for that, right? So he was absorbed in, or he left his world in heaven to speak with sinners and to mm-hmm. do, sit with tax collectors, Yeah. all of that. But, but does that mean that we have to dive into that world, to their world? Mm-hmm. He, he gave us an example for that. Yeah. He held on to himself. He did. He never let go of himself. He never ceased to be God when he took on human flesh to become one of us. Right. Which is amazing. It is. In, in uh, John 13, it's the story of Jesus watching the disciples' feet. But in verse 3, the Bible says, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, which is what I just said. Right. That's our challenge. Mm-hmm. We, we enter, you enter my world mm-hmm. when you're listening to me. I'm entering your world, right? But we don't lose ourselves when we enter another person's world. We don't want to lose our opinions, our preferences, and our points of view. We just want to pause. Exactly. Pause that for a minute because we can all have different opinions. Sure. We can all have... think.
1: We have different experiences.
0: Exactly. Things that aren't eternal, we can have difference of opinions. Things that are eternal, we have... The very same opinions mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. the Bible is very clear. Mm-hmm. We don't differ on on things of the Bible,, yeah. but but the way I look at things and do things in this world would be will be different than yours. and that's why we talk, right. And that's why you get to know me and I get to know you.
1: Yeah, but you know, the other thing that to mention to that to what you're saying is when we when we choose to enter another person's world and we listen to them because again, they're going to share things with us. You know, you're gonna share things with me that come from a different background, a different perspective. It may not be things. That I necessarily agree with. They're, they're my preferences. They're, they're my opinions. May be mm-hmm. different, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I choose to enter into another person's world and listen, it does invite pain and yes. sorrow. Yes, it does. You know, but Jesus, you know, we by the gift of the Spirit of God, you know, empathy and compassion is one thing that we can do as believers toward one another, mm-hmm. especially toward our spouse, mm-hmm. to be empathetic and to have compassion toward them. So, yes, it's going to potentially invite in pain and sorrow. Uh, it's gonna cost you energy and time
0: Actually, yeah and that's that's the big thing. It's like this relationship with your spouse is mm-hmm. worth the time it that is. it's going to take to put your world aside and enter into their world mm-hmm. and learn about them and right. understand what breaks their heart or brings them joy or makes them tick.
1: Yeah. and and through you know investing your energy and your time into that relationship, it's going to disrupt your life. Oh yeah. It now will. you you might be a planner. Uh, out there you might like things in order Mm -hmm. I do like things that way I like things to go a certain way but what I've begun to realize in my life and it's taken me a long time to get to this place is that you know if if there's something that comes up where I really need to be listening to my spouse my child a friend whatever else that's on my my schedule or my agenda for that day is going to get delayed why because that moment is needed and mm-hmm. it's important, mm-hmm. and I'm now elevating that above right. the agenda and the busyness of my day because I value the relationship more than I value the things Absolutely. that I've lined up.
0: Absolutely. What was uh, mm-hmm. I, that? Made me think about this. This. Uh, All the quote. The quote from David Osberger. Right. You know that that just it's 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 indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. That that being listened to. Being heard is so close to being loved. Yeah. And why wouldn't we want that for one another? Yeah, exactly. If if me taking some time out of my day to enter your world and to truly listen to what you're saying helps you to feel loved, why would I not want to do that? Exactly. And to put my opinions, my agendas, and everything else to the side. So, So I
1: think it's important, you know... I'm glad you brought that back up because that's 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 huge that that quote because it's about loving people well, mm-hmm. and if we can keep Jesus as our example, yep, we're going to succeed as being good listeners. Amen. It's just the bottom line because Jesus is the is the best example for anything and everything in our life. That's right. And yeah. in this life, and so here's the scripture that you know you were actually talking about. Mm-hmm. That, that actually brings us forward this truth that we need to live by.
0: Everything's in the Bible. Everything's in the Bible.
1: <laughs> well, most everything is in the Bible, yeah. for sure. The Bible doesn't no. tell you who to marry, but God's by God's Spirit, He'll guide you to mm-hmm. who you're supposed right. to marry. That's right. But the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, verses 4 through 5, don't look out only for your own interests. There you go. Yep. So there's that whole selfishness, selfishness piece, right? Yeah. Don't look out for your own interests. Be selfless. But... Take interest in others, too. Yes. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Again, he's our model. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus model for us? Selfless humility. Amen. Amen. That's what Jesus modeled for us. Yes. And we can take that example and and, and take that into any relationship exactly. when it comes to listening.
0: Yes, we can. So Amen. why are we emphasizing listening so much? That's a good question. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely, unequivocally foundational to healthy communication hands down it is hands down hearing versus listening Mm -hmm. know the difference and practice good listening skills Mm -hmm. practice makes perfect right yeah we don't do it well so we emphasize this we do you know i think in almost every live broadcast we have and every podcast episode that we have something about communication comes up because it is so important it is hearing and listening and communicating, mm-hmm. and number three, and these aren't in any particular order. Listening is loving well. Mm-hmm. Truly listening to your spouse is loving them well. And and the proof is in the fruit. Try it out. You just give it a try. Truly listen. Eye contact. So next week we're going to talk about some skills. You know that will help mm-hmm. you uh, in this whole listening and 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 honing in on the skill of listening um, because it's an action. <laughs> And so, uh, but, but give her a go, you know, with your spouse and you're going to see a difference because mm-hmm. it, it truly listening to your spouse equates to loving them well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's big. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that more next week. So, hey, thanks for listening to this nice. podcast. I'm glad to be back with my beautiful wife. I am glad you're back, too. On this episode of <laughs> Listening, Why Is It So Important? And we yep. will continue this uh, series on, on listening and hearing uh, next week. So, That's hey, right. thanks for joining us, and thanks for joining us again next week. We love you guys. Love Bye-bye. You. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at RevivalNow.com and send us your Marriage Minute questions at MarriageMinute at RevivalNow.com.